0: Hello and welcome to this edition of Secure Networks, the INDACE Packet Forensic Files with your host, Michael Morris. This week's special guest is Tim Dudman, Senior Principal Consultant at RiskAware. Tim, welcome. Thank you for joining. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background?
1: Thanks, Michael. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. So at RiskAware, we develop incident and risk modeling solutions across a number of domains, um, including marine, cyber, and bio. Uh, right now, we're also supporting the UK government's coronavirus response with some pandemic modelling and, and analytics as well. Um, myself, I've worked at Riskware since 2004, and I've been cyber programme lead since 2017. Um, and that's primarily involved uh, leading the development of Riskware's cyber mission resilience analytics and cyber attack prediction capabilities, all under U- um, UK defence funding. And those projects have involved quite a lot of collaboration with academia and industry here in the UK, as well as involvement with various NATO research groups internationally.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you. Your credentials just make you awesome for our podcast, because what we're trying to accomplish is just uh, having some insight of things happening around the cybersecurity global landscape. So, Tim, you've worked with some of the leading cyber defense experts in the UK, What are some of the biggest concerns and challenges they are focusing on?
1: So the experts we work with here in the UK include scientists at the Defense Science and Technology Laboratory, as well as military advisors and operational cyber teams. We're also um, collaborating with experts from MITRE and MIT in the US through NATO workshops. But the challenges faced on both sides of the Atlantic are broadly the same. One of the key challenges is understanding cyber risk to improve the resilience of military missions. That involves understanding the critical points in cyber dependent systems, the relevance of cyber activity on operations, and being able to convey cyber situational awareness to commanders is also a key concern. Another challenge is being able to predict the most likely cyber attacks and and optimal defensive actions. And that's really because past approaches have generally been reactive relying on um, blacklists, virus signatures, things like anomaly detection. So there's, there's very few deployable tools at the moment that actually have a predictive capability.
0: Okay, excellent. Um, so through those collaborations uh, with industry and academia and the UK defense funding, what are some key capabilities the UK government is really wanting to leverage?
1: So in the the R&D areas that we commonly work in, um, they they focus on a range of of key capabilities, um, including user interfaces that provide support to decision-making through visual analytics, um, solutions that provide commanders with the context of cyber activity in relation to their mission, um, the use of network traffic capture data, network vulnerability scans, software vulnerability databases, And also the use of cyber threat intelligence things like adversary attack patterns and tactics techniques and procedures or ttps
0: okay so tell us about how you see these capabilities being leveraged in the commercial sector
1: yeah so although our services are designed to run with fully interactive user interfaces in a defense deployment they also have apis that provide access to the full capability Okay. So at RiskAware, we're forming partnerships with IT and cybersecurity providers to integrate our capabilities into established platforms and dashboards. We're also investing in our capabilities internally in order to scale them up for use on enterprise systems.
0: Excellent. What do you see some of the, being some of the biggest gaps in cybersecurity capabilities in, in some key sectors?
1: So I think, I think determining the impact of cyber attacks and being able to predict future attacks are probably capability gaps in all mm-hmm. sectors. Mm-hmm. Um, we also look at attack paths rather than vulnerabilities in isolation, which allows us to optimize network hardening strategies. And that reduces the likelihood of critical assets being compromised um, with the minimal amount of patching. And we can also measure improvements in resilience as mitigations are applied. So one sector we're targeting is the critical national infrastructure sector okay. so these are large organizations with complex business models or processes right. similar in a lot of ways to military missions yeah So they also have constraints on which services can be patched so attack path analysis allows threats to be mitigated in a more intelligent way um, we're also planning enhancements to our capabilities specifically for that sector so things like probabilistic impact analysis where the likelihood of cyber events and vulnerabilities gets taken into account.
0: Interesting. So how how do you see that fitting in and and complementing other widely adopted technologies like AI anomaly detection and SOAR orchestration solutions?
1: Yeah, so security orchestration automation response solutions, they're generally designed to free up analysts' time to perform deeper analysis using tools like ours. Um, We do already use intrusion detection feeds to predict the next steps of evolving attacks. So that's one area we could potentially look at investigating um, if patching could be automated based on the output of attack path analysis. Um, So yeah, that's that's something we could look at investigating with some of our partners in the future.
0: Okay. Um, So looking forward, uh, what, what do you recommend our listeners look out for or think about over the next six to 18 months in this constantly shifting battle for cyber and network security?
1: Yeah, I'd say definitely look out for tools that consider attack paths and also the business impacts of cyber attacks um, and any tools that can predict cyber attacks before they happen. Um, at risk where we're also starting to look at whether adversary and active defense TTPs can be used for cyber exercise planning. Okay. So that's another area that might find its way into the commercial sector from the defense sector.
0: Outstanding. Tim, your insights into government uh, work and security defense planning is just tremendous. So we really want to thank you for joining and sharing your thoughts uh, in how to better secure networks. We'd ask our listeners to tune in next time for another edition of the Endace Packet Forensic Files. For more information about Endace's network packet capture platform and our integrations with our Fusion technology partners, please go to endace.com. Again, Tim, thank you for joining and have a great rest of your day.
1: Thanks. It's been a pleasure.